Proof of God 2, Sleeping Through Math Class. Today we're going to dust off the cobwebs of our minds and try to remember way back to our various math classes. Remember how the cover of the book always looked like the jacket for some Atari racing game or 1980s pop album cover? Remember that thing the teacher had which held chalk and allowed him to draw perfect circles on the board? Remember that blonde girl from Alabama who sat behind you and managed to learn nothing every day, even though the option of being distracted by an iPhone was still years away? Ah, oh, those were good times. Oh, and there was something about numbers. Try to remember that, because today, it'll help. Roach clowns all the time be trying to set the bar for acceptable proofs for God's existence so high that nothing could ever be acceptable as evidence in favor of the biblical worldview. One of the things they demand is 100% certain mathematical proofs. Conversations on social media tend to sound like this. If you want me to believe God exists, you'll have to show me some evidence that is 100% mathematically certain. You want me to prove God exists with math? You know God isn't an equation, right? I knew it! You can't prove God exists! Winning! No, really, let's talk about what you think the word God means, because it seems like you have no idea. Last time I showed how demanding 100% certainty is an unreachable goal, because the skeptic can choose to reject anything as certain, even his own existence. If you can't convince a person that he exists, eh, there's no point trying to talk to him about anything else. After all, if it's not certain that he's there, who are you even talking to? Demanding 100% mathematical certainty merely shows how the roach clown doesn't understand math. Math is not based on deductive or inductive reasoning, wherein evidence is shown to strongly support a conclusion. Math is based on something much simpler. We can be absolutely sure that 2 plus 2 equals 4, not because of science, nor because of smart people doing smart things in smart books, or on smart TV shows, if such a thing exists, but merely because of the definition of the terms. The law of non-contradiction says that anything, A, is itself, A, and thus for anything, A, equals A. If you rename A so that it has a name tag that says, Hello, my name is Perfecto Sanchez. This does not change the fact that A equals A, because when A equals Perfecto Sanchez, what you are saying is, Perfecto Sanchez is Perfecto Sanchez, which is really just another way of saying A equals A. There's no trick here, it really is that easy. When we say 2 plus 2 equals 4, what we are saying is A, 4, equals A, also 4. Only on one side we've written the sum of 4 as 2 plus 2. To put it another way, when I say that a shape with three sides is a triangle, I'm not saying a shape with three sides can become a triangle when the appropriate tools and techniques are applied by a master craftsman. I simply mean that a shape with three sides, a triangle, is a shape with three sides, a triangle. This is true merely as a matter of definition. So as long as you are sane and sober enough to accept the law of non-contradiction, you can see that math is not scientific evidence based on observation, intelligence, or some kind of skill, but merely calling things what they are. Metaphysically, 2 plus 2 equals 4 is equivalent to... A shape with three sides is a triangle. Anything is itself. Of that, we can be 100% certain. When you are asking for mathematical proofs for the existence of God, what you are saying is, by definition, God is someone that exists, and thus, God equals real. Can God's existence be proven with 100% mathematical certainty? Yes. Yes, it can. Saint Anselm of Canterbury did that like a thousand years ago. You're welcome. So I guess I'll see you in church. If that girl from Alabama is there, don't sit near her. She'll just be playing Candy Crush on her iPhone. Join me next time as we get ontological, and remember, Jesus loves you. And thanks for letting me be your rent-a-friend.